Hey, America. Start listening now. Hey, guys. Hi. Hi. I have some concerning news. Uh, I was just looking at, uh, at Eurofois News. Mm. Shout out. Uh, and it, there's a headline. It says, Netta releases everything. Everything? It's like the cabin in the woods. We're all screwed. Welcome to another episode in the woods of 12 Points from America, a Eurovision Song Contest podcast from America, home of the Barbenheimer. I'm Eric. I'm Derek. I'm Samantha. I'm Danny. I will not call it anything besides Boppenheimer. Boppenheimer? Boppenheimer? That's also fine. I understand that's what the New York Times wants us to call it, Barbenheimer, but it's I mean, that's, Boppenheimer. That's me. the conclusion I came to independently, to be clear, was Barbenheimer. Uh, and if, if you're listening, uh, Eurovision podcast fans... <laughs> And they're like, what the hell are they talking about this time? <laughs> the two <laughs> biggest movies of, of mm-hmm. this part of summer are the Barbie movie and Oppenheimer, which in the United States same day. are releasing on the same. Yeah, I, I just think it's, it's, it's wonderful that, that Oppenheimer, which is an extremely serious about, a movie about the beginning of the atomic age and the destruction that it wrought, and Barbie, <laughs> a movie about Barbie... Are are available to be watched back to back. I will be doing a Barbenheimer screening uh, that weekend. I'm very excited. So, so which one do you watch first? Oppenheimer first. Okay, gotta be. It's gotta be like Barbie's got to be the palate cleanser because Oppenheimer is going to be brutal. Yeah, I think they described it as a horror movie, basically. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, it's it's yeah. Going the other way around just seems. I can't wait for the AU of this to just like dimension hop into an alternate timeline where both of them are Christopher Nolan biopics, but Barbie is about Klaus Barbie. Oh, you know, God. The Nazi oh, war no. criminal. Uh, the uh, two biggest movies of the summer. Uh, <laughs> they both star Cillian Murphy. Ah, well, well, actually, okay. No, speaking of uh, speaking of Cillian Murphy, Sam, hit him with the uh, the socials. Yeah, if, if you're <laughs> Cillian, who notably has no social media. <laughs> Isn't it pronounced Killian Murphy? It's Jillian Murphy, actually. <laughs> oh, Mama Shillian Murphy. Ooh. Anyway, yes, you can find us, whether you're Silly and Jillian or Dillian Murphy uh, or not, you can find us on all of the standard social media outlets, uh, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Threads. We now are officially on Threads. Yay. Uh, Instagram, etc. at 12PointsUSA. Just email us directly at 12PointsOfAmerica at gmail.com. You can find us on YouTube as well. We already have some, some content up there and more on the way. Feel free to buy our fabulous merchandise over on Redbubble, or you could support us directly on Patreon. Whether you support us financially or not, we love you anyway. But Patreon supporters do get exclusive content as well as early access to episodes. Uh, also wanted to shine a little bit of a spotlight on some of our newest Patreons. Uh, welcome back to Carrie Ahern. We are happy to have you back in the fold. Jacob Tanner and uh, Yian Thomas. Welcome to our Patreon family. Y'all are the best. Love shine a light. Yeah. And you might Mm -hmm. be listening to us this week via our friends at Switch Radio Europe Calling. If you are, well, hi. And if you're not, then check out Switch Radio Europe Calling. It's all sorts of wonderful Eurovision uh, Eurovision content throughout the week. Yeah, 24-7, 365, I I think. Is there a break? Oh, I thought you meant is. God, I hope not. No, just (laughs) 24 hours of 12 points for America. 
Oh God. Yeah. Maybe be... for a 200th episode if we, yeah. really, if we really truly hate the each marathon. other. marathon. Yeah. yeah. No, if we don't truly hate each other, but want to. We're going to be doing, yeah. we should watch like the, the worst Eurovisions in a row. You've got to go into the archives and watch like. 91. 93 through 99, you know. Just, oh no, just, no, just, no, just, oh, no, no, no 2000, are, 2001. Those okay. are sort of a name. Okay. Yeah, all right. You at home, again, reach out to us, 12 points of America at gmail.com. What are some of the worst Eurovisions, in your personal opinion, and again, all these opinions are personal, what sort of hells will you unleash upon us if we wanted to do some sort of a reaction? I would love to do that, actually. That, that's, yeah, let us know. If there's, if there's a couple of consensus, like really bad Eurovisions, we will absolutely do some recaps or videos or, or something. Yeah. We are, we're on episode 175 right now. That's so insane. I know, right? Uh, so yeah, episode 200, we got to start thinking about what we want to do for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, so let's open up the mailbag. We had one major piece of news that we're going to circle back on. We did? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. They announced a third Taylor Swift show. <laughs> <laughs> this one's in Malmo. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, no. oh, God. It's on the same day. Oh, no. Taylor, why? She's doing the Phil Collins thing so she can fly between both <laughs> both major Swedish cities on the same day. Well, that explains the hotel situation that there are none. Anyway, but yes, let's open up the mailbag. Just for a moment, and uh, you know, let's face it, fill out our our content. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one comes from uh, an email from our listener Derek Bean. Hi there, Derek. Other hey. Derek. Other oh, Derek. Sorry. There are multiple. I Derek's. love beans. Yes. Uh, so, is there a style or genre of song that you would like to see more of at the contest, or less of one, if only for just one for one year? Uh, in Derek's case, or Derek Bean's case, while it seems to be hated for some reason, I would love to hear more swing. And I'm trying to think, what's the last time we really had, we had like, um, still, still in, in love, love with, with you. you. And I guess you can kind of say that Doritos had sort of a Eastern European mm-hmm. kind of a swing vibe a little bit. Sort of. What was the national final that had a swing song that got, was it, was it Norway or Sweden even, that got to the final and did pretty well? Real brassy. Uh, was were they even called like Prohibition or something like that? Oh, oh yeah, Prohibition yeah. like or like Blas Mafian was a little bit. I mean, close. That was just kind of horny. Yeah, that was just that was just horny. that was just blompy. That was yeah, big dude energy. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm pro swing in general. Yeah, uh, I remember those those wonderful days of the mid mid to late '90s where it was just you know Brian Setzer just all ever, all all over the place all the time, and that was great. Does he still live in Minnesota? Possibly. He did for a long time. He had a penthouse in like the North Loop area that was decked out. I think he sold it, and there were there were some like newspaper articles and stuff about it. They had pictures of what the inside of his house looked like. It's exactly what you think. Ooh. I mean, like I think he has just like fifties Cadillacs on the walls everywhere. I was gonna say his entire closet is just full of bowling shirts. Uh, Yeah. uh, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I think he might have moved out to one of the lakes. But I think he still lives here. He bought Josh Hartnett's old house. Ooh. Uh, I would say that the genre that I would like to see more is um, like the earnest singer songwriter kind of genre. I don't know if they if they tossed me the. 2024 version of Ode to Billy Joe. Like, huh. give me that. Something a little bit more low key. Something that uh, is going to stand out next to Sweden. Uh, <laughs> Eric? <laughs> the one that comes to mind to me immediately, and this is, just, it's just not a very European thing. And so it might be a tall order, I think. But I'd like to see more hip hop. Mm. Uh, like I mean, pure hip hop? Yeah. Yeah. So 
Do you remember uh, the ladies uh, from Ukraine that did Black Square? Oh yeah, uh, for a, sure. A few, yeah. a few years ago, yeah, that was that was awesome. I mean, Kalush, mm-hmm. it was, Kalush. Is, is, was pretty pure. Yeah, yeah. Basically, a rap song, uh, and it won. Mm-hmm. So there's there's, I understand the circumstances there were were unique, but but people li- people really liked the song. Mm-hmm. I think it wasn't just that it was from Ukraine. We just haven't had. I mean, I mean, there there are some uh, hip hop genres in. Uh, in Britain, that are that are you know, I was going to say, you yeah. want a grime song to come? You want Ooh, a tra- you want a yeah, trap song yes. to, to come to Eurovision? I mean, I I think that oh, yeah, trap music. Hey, <laughs> I think that that there's an opportunity there, and I, I think I mean there, there are there's hip hop culture in in a lot of these countries. We just don't see them at at Eurovision, and I know that it's it's very much an, an American thing in its origins and all that. And that's not why I want to see it, but I think that it's it's. It's one of the most popular genres of music in the world, and we almost never hear it. Hmm. So that's that's my answer. I'd like to see some hip hop. I would love it if there were more songs like like Aya by Sudden Lights this year. I would. Oh, yes. I loved that, and I realized that they don't necessarily compete at the the most eye catching, attention grabbing level, but they almost qualified. They came real close. They came real, real close. Uh, so I would I would really like to see that. Um, so it, it, do you count like Joker out as another example of the sort of thing you well, want to see more of, or is that I mean, more? That's, that's a bit more like the upbeat sort of attention grabbing. I'm thinking of like the sort of chill indie kind of a vibe. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of where my head is going. bit with a more intellectual bent. I mean, I'm not going to say no to Joker out. Joker oh, out's yeah. a step in the right direction. But that's like, that's like, yeah, that's pure. That's pop rock. That's, yeah. You know, okay. that's, Great in its own way. Don't get yeah, me wrong. Mm-hmm. For sure. But no, I'm thinking, you know. More sudden lights. All the sudden lights. All the time. Derek, how about you? See, I was going to say hip-hop. Oh, Because we see it so rarely, and when we do see it, it doesn't seem to get as much appreciation. Mm. Uh, I mean, I think Stephanie was a very special case. When other times that it's been sent, it just hasn't been very good in a lot of cases. Mm -hmm. What What do you mean? Igronka was fantastic. Igronka was fantastic. Okay, Igronka was good. What was the... um, Oh, shoot. What was the... British one, World Street Kitchen. That's a restaurant. I know. <laughs> World Street Kitchen. What no, there was like a, a '90s UK entry that was like. Oh, uh, um, uh, Love City Groove. Love City Groove. That's it. World, World Street, Street Kitchen. Kitchen. <laughs> yes, I That's did. Fantastic. Shout out. It was called Love what? City Groove. Yes, by the group Love City Groove. Yeah, the name. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, it's like Cupid doing Cupid Shuffle. Oh, yep. yep. We, we've had uh, or Genghis Khan, or we, we, we've had we've had copycat little bits of it here and there. I mean, rock stars Malik Harris yeah. had a had had a rap breakdown. Uh, that, uh, oh, that's I mean, obviously that didn't do well, but I don't think it's because he rapped in it. No. I mean, and you've got Cha Cha Cha, yeah, which I've, is which is like rap rock. Uh, Adrenalina. Oh yeah. With Flo Rida. Yeah, but yeah. that's like that, that was almost a throwback to that period in the '90s when it was like. You could have an alternative rock song and just stick stick in a rap verse there. Yeah. Everyone likes this new cool thing called rap. I feel like when they do have rap, it, <laughs> it's it's sort of blended with something else. Yeah, It'd be it kind is. of interesting to see like a pure rap song. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, Even that, Stephanie isn't like pure, but there's still plenty yeah. of a tradition in hip hop. Yeah, it's, yeah, being yeah, a melodic yeah. It, it's folk rap or we have rock rap or we have <laughs> pop rap. Yeah. That sort of thing. Give me And, and honestly, if you haven't heard... Black Square or Blue Square, uh, it from from uh, by uh, Fosho. Uh, it was it was in the Ukrainian national final in that might have been twenty twenty. I think it was may have. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's a fantastic 
straight up rap song. Uh, give give that a listen. Uh, so there was another part to this question too. What would you like to hear less of? And I'm kind of curious about this as well. Danny, why don't we start with you? You started the last go round. I, I'm not sure, especially since the last two contests have had a, like a mix of genres that I like appreciate for the variety. So it's like right now, I don't know if there's something that I would like less of. Um, I think I would like less of the 80s synth sound. Fair. That's just an element that I would like to see either developed or progressed past. Yeah, you see, so if, if we get another synth-heavy dance pop song, if we get ten more of them like we have for the past, yeah. I mean, I, I don't mind those specifically. I think, and and it is just that there's so much of it. I like mm-hmm. it, but if I want to see something less, it's like if that means that I can see other genres come to flower at your sure. So then please, less. so I, I think that that. It, it's not that I want to see less of this necessarily, but because I enjoy it. But I think that if if, if somebody was like, "Hey, Eric, for some reason we're ma- letting you make a rule about genres, and you have to ban something from Eurovision for a year, or something like that," because mm-hmm. that's that'll totally happen, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that it's I, the dance break, no, waiting for I, that call. No, I think I would say the sort of thing Sweden does. Mm. Oh, okay. And, and it's and again, I like what Sweden does. But I think I think if if for some reason the contest just had to just move away from it for a while, and people were told like to touch grass and to and to, to find <laughs> find some some different things to do. Imagine I think that would be I think that would I think the results would be very interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that there's a, a particular genre uh, except uh, possibly swing. Sorry, Derek. That I that I would I be didn't like say swing. Not Other you, Derek. Oh, uh, <laughs> Derek Bean. I'm yeah. still going to take offense. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. I don't care for for swing. Uh, have we? Has there ever been a ska band at Eurovision? Yes, Athena. Uh, yeah, Athena. Uh, you can argue. Um, Cosa uh, uh, Mostra, mm. Alcohol is Free. That's a great song. Yeah, so sure. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I see that uh, as what ska. The, the, not, I don't know. Not Mustache. What's that French song? Um, what? <sighs> Foulin. <laughs> well, More I of that, too, by like the way. Not, what's the, what's the, that? Why am I thinking his thing was where he was running? Please tell me it's just called Running. What, what oh, was this was... French song? French song running. I mean, there was the Hungarian song running. This guy is just that. It's not running. A, he's just running in a circle, and the camera's following him. I can't recall. I mean, anyway, uh, I that oh, was oh. very Scottish. Okay, that would not have been Isaiah <laughs> Firebrace then. <laughs> British way of saying Scottish. 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 <laughs> uh, Sam, what it? Uh, what? Do you, what would you? I mean, honestly, I, uh, I, I. The last couple of years, there has been a decrease in the thing that I don't love the most at Eurovision. And again, there's a place for everything at the contest. I, you know, the fact that over the years, the, the reliance on the fluffy pop song has kind of gone down. That's kind of where my brain would have gone, but it looks like the contest is kind of taking care of that naturally and things ebb and flow, of course. Um, but that's, I'm just not a huge fan of, the fluffy pop song. It's I, I know that there's an audience for it. I know people absolutely love it. But I just kind of shrug my shoulders and go, oh, okay, that was solo. Next. 
Fair enough. Yeah. Derek, I'm a little worried I took your answer again. But what, you uh, totally took my answer. Yeah. I, I mean, I was about to jump in and say something. I, I, think, I think it's weird that in a lot of cases, when we talk about the semifinals and what qualifies and what will do well, a lot of times niche songs, and this is, I was going to say this earlier, but I thought this would be a good place for it. Niche songs, if there's multiple songs in a similar niche genre, they will cancel each other out. And we'll talk about, oh, no, there's already another rock song in this semi with this rock song. So that means it doesn't have a chance. But we've got like three ballads go through and not worry too much about that. Or a handful of pop songs will go through. I feel like they're, the pressure is on non-mainstream music to do better in some cases. And the competition gets higher. It's like if we had a semi that was just completely full of rock songs, that'd be fine. But I would hate to think like, oh, no, there's three rock songs in this semi. Only one of them can go through. Like, who's deciding that? I, and I, I think in terms of like what I would not want to see, and I, this kind of goes to our first answer, what we want to see more of, I thinking about it now for an additional second. I didn't like Croatia this year, <laughs> really, Let Three, but I would love to see more politically motivated music like that or satirical uh, or edgy in some way, something that like like bands that come really close to breaking the rules. Yes, mm, pushing or the envelope. The, yeah. Or like um, even who the hell is Edgar? Or something songs that really make you think, that tell a, a unique story and have a perspective. I'm frankly the kind of songs I don't I want to see less of are just sort of the generic love songs. I mean, 2016 Interval Act Sweden made fun of the fact that there's so many love and peace songs, and yet we're still doing it. Yeah, because that song was great. Should have made a bad song about it. <laughs> they kind of should have, actually. <laughs> if you know it's bad. What? Okay. That's fair. I have a question for y'all as well. We are uh, getting just about to two months away. Two months removed from the grand final now, which is terrifying. Where'd my life go? Uh, yeah. And I'm, I'm just wondering, what's when you think back to this year, what are the things that... that are most forefront in your mind that come to mind or what, what are the songs that are still getting stuck in your head? That sort of thing. I mean, Austria still gets head stuck constantly. Fair. Uh, fair especially, fair, 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 fair. <laughs> especially when I heard the alternate version, the Tan Selena, their initial, uh, demo version uh, that they re listened to on, on social media. And uh, now I have the, the dirty version that I can't necessarily it, sing. It's on the podcast. much more profane. <laughs> oh, it's so great though. But yeah, Even they seem shocked by it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that that gets head stuck a lot. Um, honestly, when I think about the contest, I'm thinking just as much about the experience off stage and the actual experience of Liverpool itself That's than right. just the music. What what about it? I mean, I didn't know what to expect when I knew that it was going to Liverpool. Hmm. I'd never been there before. I really hadn't spent much time in the sort of north of England at all. And I really had an incredible time. Uh, I mean, we had sort of the luck of having a, a hotel room very, very close to the venue. And so we were able to really walk around the city pretty, pretty easily and kind of get a feel for places. And, you know, we had, you know, a favorite bakery and a favorite coffee shop. And I don't often have that experience at Eurovision. So I really really enjoyed my time in liverpool not just for the contest but just for the city itself and i was very very happy to have that so that's when i think back about 2023 that's going to be what i think about even more than the songs itself just how nice of a town it was it was great yeah that's totally fair it was lovely yeah there's a a, a dish of uh, something i ate there 
that I've been trying to find an equivalent of. Smack Barn P-Way? No. <laughs> Christ, no. Oh. Uh, that I've been trying to find a facsimile of here because it was so good. Is that these uh, uh, Singapore Singapore noodles or something? Yeah, like that? Verm- Verm- Singapore vermicelli, and and there a lot of a lot of places have it, but the one at uh, what was it called? Mom, Mama Mag- Maggie Foo's mm. is what it was called. Uh, that one in particular was just perfect, and I'm still I'm still trying to find one that comes close here. Um, shout out to Shuang Chang in Dinky Town, Minneapolis. Theirs is pretty good. Mm. Uh, Derek, what about you? Song that still gets stuck in my head. <clears throat> me. It, it's weird that Sam would like kind of avoid it and say, "Oh, I love the city so much." No, I did have an answer. I mean, I, I know, know, I know. I just like, like, it, oh man, that kind of th- blew up my whole answer. Sorry, I would. Oh, no, I sorry. think the the thing that got stuck in my head the most that really again made me think a lot and kind of reflect on my own life and what I'm doing is the ordinary world interval song. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. that was so good. And I'll find myself just kind of sitting, and then like it'll just kind of pop into my head, and I'll just be like. Wow, I'm I'm really lucky. <laughs> yeah, that's that that I think has taken my my vote for my favorite interval act of all time. Mm. Uh, it's uh, there are if you're in the U.S. there there is at least one version of it on YouTube that has not been taken down, <laughs> geo blocked. You Yet. can uh, you can you can catch it. I think it's from S- I think it's from SVT. Okay. Um, uh, or it's somebody posted the broadcast from SVT. It's not. It's not <laughs> SVT themselves. But yeah, that that is just so phenomenal visually, uh, audio wise, uh, and honestly, one of the moments I think back to the most is um, the first time we heard it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam, I was sitting with you mm-hmm. and with Ross, mm-hmm. uh, and there was not. Were you there? I was there. Were you sitting with us though? Yes. Oh, were you? Yes. That one. Yes. Okay. We're all sitting in the back. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I, and we weren't expecting it. And they're like, "Oh, hey, it's ordinary world." Oh, oh. And then suddenly, she, I find myself like sobbing yeah, across his shoulder. Yeah, there was, there was, there was not a dry eye. Uh, and and I mean, when she starts singing it in Ukrainian. Oh God. Mm. Um, you ready for a bombshell, though? Go for it. The the in terms of songs that get stuck in my head. It's Azerbaijan. It actually is. Yes, Azerbaijan. I do it. Yes. I got because what I was gonna say is like one that still gets stuck in my head. It's that if I was to do my top ten ranking, I would put Azerbaijan even higher than my number nine. Oh. I swear to God. And so, if you're so a member we, of our Patreon, yeah. <laughs> we'll be releasing our top tens from the here's, show. Here, here's here's where I've here's what I've kind of realized, and I think seeing it live it was when I started to realize this. But now that it's getting stuck in my head, damn it, <laughs> uh, I, I, it's kind of driven it home. There are parts of that, there are components of that song that I really like. I think that the the reason why it it is good on a re-listen is that once you sort of <laughs> Get out of that little rap break in the first yeah. third that you guys all hated oh, so much. Oh, that's right, the rap. Then the, yeah, then the last, less rap, less the rap, last, last two thirds <laughs> is mwah, That is a that is a such the, a good yeah, song. Yeah, the 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 harmonies at the end uh, and the very be- I, I, just the very beginning of it mm-hmm. uh, are, are it's well done. But yeah, it loses me in the rap break. Some of the faster singing towards the end, I'm also not not super high on. But like there 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 are what the lyrics are just kind of. Yeah, yeah. Clunky. And it it, it kills me. Yeah. Because because I don't like the song. 
the thing is, like, I, I, I still hear Sixpence None the Richer kiss me. Whenever yeah. I, hear yeah. it. I can't yeah. not hear it. I don't. I. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I'll wake. I number of days I've woken up and it's just tell me more about. And I'm like, no, stop it! I don't want to hear anything. Tell me less. Tell and me less. Tell me less. And, and but uh, there are parts of that song that are so nice, and the whole the thing as a whole is just so weird. Uh, but. It's it's there. I gotta give him credit. It's the one that gets headstuck. It gets headstuck more than who the hell is Edgar? It, it's it's very frustrating. Uh, Voyager being the other one mm. that uh, mm. uh, I think it's me a lot. Danny, I know you weren't there, but is there anything uh, any, any anything you keep coming back to? Uh, two things. One um, with one hundred percent certainty. Uh, Cha 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 is an all timer. Like sure. that is a that is a song that is gonna be in the Eurovision highlight reel for the next next 10, 15 years. Uh the Why other stop one, there. I mean I, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> the other one is that it's not a piece of IKEA for me. Yeah. <laughs> ten to fifteen years and that's it. Uh, the Sorry. the other thing that I was certain of at the end of the contest that I'm sure is gonna be completely agreed upon is uh, solo is one of the worst songs ever written. Uh, <laughs> like it just, that gets stuck in my head all the time, but only because it is such, such steaming diaper garbage. You, you it's know, the, so simple and dumb. When, when I think of solo, I don't even think of the song itself. You just you know think, what I, baby, I, I, Bejba. I, I Bejba. specifically think of our pal that I would mentioned a second ago, Ross Middleton, saying, Bejba. Bejba. <laughs> <Damn it>. uh, <laughs> Because, because he he had a great way of, of doing it, and he, it would just be out of the blue. He would, <laughs> he would just walk up. He could be halfway like, through a meal, and he'd just go, "Baba." Yeah. Actually, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, he yes. would. He would. I'd be sitting there with a cocktail with the Bailey's bar, you know, just trying to have a moment, and, and he would just come up behind. There are two things to put on the twelve points from America <sighs> drive time DJ soundboard. One is me shouting Slovenia. The other one is him going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, smash that over. So uh, smash that like button. <laughs> smash that by button. So yeah, that's that's. that's oh, very glad you speaking, covered that. I don't think I told this story. Speaking of, uh, you mentioned the Bailey's booze. Oh um, yes, oh which, the Bailey's, booze. which was a, a also a real highlight. Basically, it was free Bailey's cocktails. Oh my god, all week. Yeah, yep. uh, they they eventually had to like do limited hours because I I, I think they were they were getting overrun. Yes. Uh, oh, people would drink like two or three of them at once. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. And they, it wasn't I, just the cocktail. Yeah. They would also like festoon it with like candy and marshmallows. Yeah, they had cookie. just they had a whole, chocolates like, and stuff. Of, yeah. of cookies and all. Oh, and they were all it. Irish bartenders and they oh. didn't like the English. <laughs> yeah, was, good. It was pretty funny. <laughs> was, Somebody made a comment and he's like, like well, I'm Irish and I don't like you. <laughs> So, they're very pleased with the, the bit of trivia that the most widely celebrated holiday in the world is freedom from the English. Independence Day. <laughs> yeah. So, so the, but the story is that I, uh, after the first couple of days, I was doing daily segments for radio for, uh, for KMSU, uh, down in Mankato. Shout out to uh, Tim and Shelly at uh, Shuffle Function there. We love you. And um, I wrote like a little joke that was like, uh, I really want to thank Bailey's for all of the cocktails and, and whatever. And I just thought like, oh, it's just a funny thing. And it's just sort of a peek into the sort of stuff that can happen in the press center. Uh, I did that. And then like late afternoon there, which is early morning 
here, I got a note from from Tim from the show that was like, "We're public radio. You can't do that." Oh, like you no, know, like like. Oh, that's right. Like you, yeah. you, you can't. Like we we don't do sponsors. You, we can't do it. And I was like, "Oh crap, my stupid Bailey's joke is gonna get my pulled or something." And he was like, "No, no it's it's we can work. We're like, we'll we'll laugh it off. We'll do whatever. But for the record." Don't do that. You can't do that. (laughs) And that was a fun little surprise that I had to deal with. Yeah, if you're ever doing stuff for public radio, don't joke about having a a corporate sponsor uh, is is basically the thing. I think it's just the – is it the sponsorship or is it the liquor? Because I know you can't advertise liquor. I, I think it was the sponsorship was was the was the issue. Was That's oh, the Upper Midwest. We'll take all the liquor sponsorships. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I don't think it was the fact that it was Bailey's, although that maybe didn't help. But, but it wasn't yeah. an actual sponsor. And, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That like that because um, basically I was advertising, hmm. I guess, and and so I that was kind of not the thing. Uh, we can do that on this show though, and the, so there I will. That I will say that uh, Bailey's uh, chocolate martinis. Are delicious, and I had a lot of them. Yes, <laughs> it was a the, problem. Call it the Liverpool Night Night Juice. That's what right about. At oh, two that's, o'clock that's in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> that's Choco Mel. You know, unless you unless you played your cards right and you got yourself the coffee Bailey's Martini, that would mm. perk you up. That well, would be... it balanced itself. Eric, out. what would it be like if you were to just have a Choco Mel Bailey's cocktail? What are we talking about there? How Excuse many, me, I'll be right back. <laughs> also, I actually don't have any Chaga Mel right now. Which is... All right, that's enough about the past. I'm done talking about it. I'm not here to talk about the past, except when I am, which is most of the time. But this, uh, but now we're going to talk about stuff that hasn't happened yet. Ooh, future. It, uh, I guess we're talking about an announcement that has happened, but it's an announcement about a thing that has not happened, and therefore I'm tired. Wibbly wobbly, timey yes. wimey, malmy wimey, malmy wimey. So uh, we're going to uh, Malmo, yeah, which stands for Molly Malone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in- so we're going to a town of about nine hundred people on the north shores of Malax in beautiful Minnesota. Can you believe they finally brought it to the states? Um, Danny, can't wait. Danny. To go see a boat entry. Ooh. Actually, now that you mention it, this does sound kind of amazing. Yeah, yeah. No, sorry to sorry to, to to bust your bubble. No, we are heading to to Malmö. Malmö. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> it's got dots. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the city with dots. <laughs> don't we feel dumb basically saying a couple weeks ago that it was a sure bet it's either going to be Stockholm or long shot Gothenburg. And here we are in, uh, in Malba, mm-hmm. which has hosted twice before. So it That's wasn't correct. a huge super duper surprise, but still... Dark bit. horse candidate here. Yeah, I think I think once we kind of had the sort of triple whammy of soccer teams or football teams, depending on where you're listening to us from, uh, not wanting to relinquish their stadia, uh, another stadium or another arena being under construction, and the other one being Taylor Taylor occupied by, by Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Yes. <laughs> I, when you said three problems, I thought you were going to be like, "Well, there was Taylor Swift, and then Taylor Swift, and then they announced Taylor Swift again." Yeah. Honestly, I think I think she has a non-zero amount to do with this ending up where it did. Well, the thing is, a lot supposedly the the venue that they were considering having for Stockholm was this temporary structure, which uh, would have been a risk. 
I what see. is this structure? Tell me about this structure. They were planning. Tell me more about Stop. <laughs> so supposedly the rumor is that there was talk that the venue would be a temporary arena set up in the, I think, the Frihelmen area. Like the Copenhagen style thing? Or, I just, Copenhagen you know, not a, like a, the port or pier or anything, right, but, but like they would take an industrial area and sort of... Right. Okay. Basically. That would have been basically within walking distance of the SVT headquarters and, and you know, nobody else is going to be using it. Mm-hmm. But I think once they realized that that was what was going on, um, Manama, it's been done recently there. The venue is good. It has all of the the things that you would need. There's the 2013. So mm-hmm. that's that would have been my my third contest. Who? Which winner was that? Uh, that was Emily. Emily Forrest. De Forest. Yeah. yeah. Only teardrops. Yeah. Ah, that's right. Um, so yeah. So actually, the funny thing about Emily De Forest and Only Teardrops because it's in such extreme southern Sweden. Extreme. <laughs> Extreme <laughs> Southern Sweden action. Oh yeah. The spit cake. DR, the Danish broadcaster, actually set up a billboard outside oh, of the exit of Malmo Arena saying, Welcome to Copenhagen, host of the 2014 Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> 20 kilometers that way. <laughs> That's good. That you know, it was on the back of a truck. So if she hadn't won, they just would have you know buzzed <laughs> off. Yeah, done. <laughs> you know, back over the Otis and they go. But it was very, very strange to go and fly into Copenhagen Airport two years running. Um, it's like, oh, I know this place. But yeah, I mean, Malmo. It's it's got a great venue. Uh, Have any of us spent any significant time in Malmo? Well, Sam has. Yeah, I was there for the two weeks. Oh, sure, that's yeah. right. Yeah, uh, I've never been to Sweden. So. You'll you'll like it. It's, uh, it's well, pleasant. and I'm I'm thrilled as as I've mentioned before on the show. I want to see some ancestral villages mm-hmm. of mine, and they're all closer to Malmo than Stockholm. Oh, perfect. Oh, so so that's gonna be that's gonna make it nice and easy. A lot of Scanias, mm-hmm. Skeens. Yeah, Nelson Stein. Yeah, is it Skåne? Skåne? Oh, what's the A with the ring? That's like uh, oh, 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 okay, like Mons. Mons. So uh, this is uh, just a tiny little bit of, of Statmotron fun here. Yay! Uh, by my count, this will mean that Malmo will become the fifth country. Yeah, the principality of Malmo. Yes, will become the fifth. Uh, city-state, or just city, as it turns out, uh, to have hosted the contest three or more times. Mm-hmm. Can you name the other four? All right, Dublin. Dublin has hosted six times, Jeez. which is really, well, really it's, something. Well, it's that or Mill Street. Uh, London? Yeah. <laughs> London, yep, uh, has, has done a few. Uh, Luxembourg? So, Luxembourg yeah, City. Just, has, just Luxembourg. Has hosted four times. Um, What's the other one? What do we got here? Stockholm. Stockholm, yep. Oh, and there's one other one. Sure. The other sides. Okay, so who's another big multiple-time winner? Couldn't no, just be Paris. Not, I, Paris is only hosted once. Uh, that is was, it Amsterdam? Amsterdam is also only hosted once. Yeah, because I think like they hosted it in like Hilversum early on, and, and then Rotterdam. Germany has once been somewhere else. Um, well, Germany, yeah. they was been it was in Dusseldorf and Munich. I want to say when yeah. it was in Germany. Yep. So not Madrid. Nope. Uh, Madrid only hosted once. Uh, they did host four winners. Hmm. Oh, that's true. Uh, but they only hosted one contest. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be Copenhagen. 
It's Sweden again. It's Gothenburg. Uh, no, uh, no. C- Copenhagen has hosted three times. Yeah. Out of curiosity, uh, there are a handful of others who have hosted exactly twice. Mm-hmm. Kiev. Kiev is one. Mm-hmm. Truly, Paris. Uh, no, Paris. Paris only once. Jerusalem. Jerusalem twice. No, uh, uh, Greece only, only one, one once. once. Yeah. Okay. Madrid. No, just the ones. Yeah. Just, well, they, yeah, just oh, the yeah, one. yeah, yeah. They they won it twice, but they. Oh, what if it's somewhere else in? Oh no, but they hosted in Dublin every time, so it wouldn't except, be for, except for mm-hmm. yeah, except for except Mill Street. Mill Street. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll read them off for you. Yeah, Con. Yeah. Uh, Brighton. Con, of was Brighton twice? Brighton is just once. Okay. Yeah, Con hosted twice in '59 and '61. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you've got Jerusalem, Kiev. You've got Oslo, oh, yeah. Oslo twice. Uh, if you count 2020, Rotterdam. Um, <laughs> right. Well, they yeah, sure. sort of. I mean, you can argue Oslo because I feel like technically their venue in 2010 mm-hmm. was in a suburb outside of Oslo. Oh, sure. But if we're talking 85 or 86 and 96, one of them was in Oslo, mm-hmm. one of them was Bergen. I think. 96 was Oslo. 96 was Oslo. Yeah. Uh, the other two are The Hague and Vienna. Ah, oh, uh, of course, Vienna. Duh. Yeah. So, uh, Sam, you are right. The Fornebu Arena is in Berum, outside of Oslo. Ha ha! We just got him. Uh, we just lean into that accent being, a little is, bit more. It is, it is, it is officially in what? Oslo, so you can take it up with... Uh, whoever made the Statmotron, if we ever find out uh, who was responsible. The Oslo Metropolitan Area. <laughs> yeah, so the, the previous times that Mama hosted were uh, 1992. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was uh, Why Me? Uh, Linda Martin was the winner. That's the kind of start of the Irish dynasty, mm. as, uh, as I recall. Oh, yeah. yep. Only 23 countries that year, uh, when they hosted in 2013, which we mentioned a little bit ago. We had 39 countries instead. And mm. again, only teardrops was the winner there. Also, uh, perhaps, I don't know, ironically, uh, last place that last time Mama hosted in the final? Uh, In the final, was that... Norway? Ireland? It was Ireland. Oh, right. Uh, So who knows? Who knows what Ireland will do this time? (laughs) Yeah, Only Love Survives by Ryan Dolan. Yeah. Ireland. Uh, It it qualified. It qualified, yeah. It did qualify. So, I mean, given the circumstances... This better be a major kick in the ass for Denmark and Ireland, for a lot of reasons, not just because of the location. Mm. Uh, I I think I think Denmark's gonna be gunning serious again. Yeah, I hope so. I wonder I wonder if uh, Ben and Tan are still pals. If uh, we can maybe try that again, I don't know. Maybe I they maybe don't want to, but who knows? I'm still you know. It'll never happen. I'm still hoping my, my, my dream against dream against dream is for them to go Greenlandic one of these years, the Danes to, to, to actually send Nanuk or Nanuk to agree to agree to represent Denmark. But again, just personal dream of mine. I doubt it'll happen. But. So many lo- people in these locations, like the Faroe Islands was a big get. I know. I know. They could send Riley again. That went fine. Oh, no. He'll have another year of experience. Maybe it'll sound better this time. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I mean, honestly, in terms of location, Malmo Arena, it's it's a really good pick. It's 
you know, it has a, a shopping mall next door, the Emporia. Emporia shopping ah, mall. Forever till the end of time. Exactly. <laughs> uh, there is a, uh, the Malmö Massam, which is like the, like a conference center, basically next door to the arena, which served as a very nice press center in week two. Is it closer than the press center in Liverpool? Yes. Oh, good. It's basically like across the street. That was a bit much. Yeah, it was a bit much. That was maybe my one thing I didn't love about Liverpool, if I'm being honest, was the Getting to and from the press center was a bit of a slow. That was, especially when it the, 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 when the heavens opened up and decided to rain on us. Oh my god! For that, yeah, for that first that rehearsal. Anyway, yeah, sorry. Yeah, but uh, the Mount of Masan was a, a very good, competent press center uh, for that second week, uh, and they only had it open to us for the second week, unfortunately. But uh, personal favorite memory of Monmo was one of the facts that they uh, they introduced fika to the mm. to the press center that year. Sure. Yeah, they had. Coffee snack and tea, time. Snack time with like really, really nice pastries and mm. charmingly mismatched teacups and saucers. And they, I mean, they did that in Stockholm too. Yeah, but they, like, they started in Malmö. Yeah, that's such a wonderful tradition that they actually, you know, took care of the press team. It was great. Mm. Yeah, uh, there's a note on here, Sam, that just says Slaughterhouse. Yeah. <laughs> Does this not have to do with uh, the Malmö Arena itself? No, this, uh, this was the, the press center in week one. Okay. And then, which ended up becoming the Euro Club, was held in a place near the central station called the Slaghuset, which literally means the slaughterhouse. It used to be the local slaughterhouse, and now it's a conference area and club and gallery, and it's it's actually a very, very cool space. But, you know, that first week, doing some, you know, press interviews and then partying at night, and you realize, you know, there were drains in the floor. And, oh. Does it smell like, you know... No, it's beef. Been, it's been cleaned. Oh. Honestly, that's metal as hell. It is. Like, that's, was that's... it like was it like the opening scene from Blade? Oh man, <laughs> I rewatch Blade now. <laughs> I wish I could tell you. But you it, see that movie? I have. We'll do a twelve oh. points reacts on on Blade. Blade. <laughs> that won't get us in trouble. Just watch the first scene with Tracy Lords as the vampire. Uh, I have a question here yeah. uh, about the arena itself. So, so the, so the moment arena. Blade more. more about more about, <laughs> more about Tracy Lords. So we're, we're we're looking at a this is uh, uh, an arena that is mainly used for hockey games. Yeah, it's right. the yeah the Malmo Redhawks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can't wait, can't wait for them to have to cover up all the McDonald's branding from the uh, from the the picture that I was just looking at. But how does this compare uh, size wise, capacity wise, to other recent venues? It's honestly a, about on par, maybe slightly larger. I know it's like maximum capacity is about fifteen thousand for the arena. Mm-hmm. I think Liverpool the capacity was what eleven thousand. Eleven, yeah. So fifteen thousand is you know that's yeah. if we're including every single. Yeah. All of the all, yeah, it's, all it, standing it, space. Yeah, and exactly. They're going to have to clear a lot for the green room. Assuming that they put the green room in in the arena, which they don't always do. It's like this is just enough space for the hockey floor. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, like that's going to be a great performing the, space and everything. But yeah. they're going to have to take out a bunch of the backs. We're the, we're the, not going to. The Palo Apertura was a hockey arena, and yeah. that that was fine. Although that ended up only holding what eight thousand. Like it ended up that it was like eight to ten, yeah, something wasn't like that. that wasn't that full? Of I mean, Tel Aviv it was very, very small. That was very small. That was like seven. Oh, was they tricked you into thinking the, it was bigger. Though. Was that where they had the green room, like behind the stage? Or was that Rotterdam? I think they had the green room behind the stage in Rotterdam. They like definitely had it in Dusseldorf. Yeah. They had it elevated and behind the stage in Dusseldorf, which was strange because they really didn't need to because that was a 30,000-person oh, arena. that's why I remember that so well, because they did the Eurovision again, and I was shocked at how 
that was that was (laughs) that was cavernous that was mahusa that's it you know if we were in friends arena that is the sort of thing we would have been looking at yeah Uh, i'm I'm sure they would have found ways you know there would have there would have been ways to make that better but it it, Mm -hmm. that would have been a challenge i think if we if we'd ended up there good luck taylor (laughs) (laughs) but i mean it's sweden yeah, Generally speaking, the final of Melody Festival is held at Friends, mm-hmm. and it looks pretty darn good. Yeah, I, I had no idea that Melfest was at a fifty thousand seat. Arena. Yeah, it's which is yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah. How did they got fifty thousand people in there to watch that? Or I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't they they at, fill it. Okay. Yeah, I don't know where they have the stage and location, you know, in relation to everything. But it's it's a large cavernous arena that they. They deck out. And, you know, if you look back at previous Melody Festival, and they don't necessarily have the final in Malmo, but they'll have heats at this Malmo Arena as well. Yeah. So you've seen it in action if you watch Melody Festival and or just rewatch 2013. And this is also now going to be an 11-year contest jump. Yeah, I was going to say, if so, this is the yeah. same one that we used last time, hmm. is it going to be showing age? Like... I mean, possibly, but... Gonna, you know, what is, the, what is the jump between what we expect tech-wise, from the contest, as compared to 2013? That's a good question. You know, like, how much are we going to accommodate? You know, pyro, whatever, projections. Yeah, that's going to be fine. But are we going to be able, with this, not necessarily cutting-edge space, to be able to accomplish the same stuff that we saw last year? Well, that might be a question more for the tech team. And what are they putting into the contest? Like, what are they putting into the arena that isn't necessarily... You know, yeah. standard for the arena, but I mean, I guess how have how have, and I don't know that this is a question that anyone here can answer, but necessarily, but like how have expectations in terms of tech and and that sort of thing changed in the last eleven years from a delegation standpoint? That where where like what that they had in twenty thirteen would not be enough. I, I think we should find an answer to that question. I don't. We're not going mean, to get it right now. Lord knows, there's a big change when you go back and you look at all the winner recaps. You know, these songs that were super popular in the 2000s that bleeds over, and then all of a sudden you have winners like Rise Like a Phoenix and Heroes, where they really are dependent on accompanying tech to really sell the song. And it's like, those are relatively, relatively simple bits of tech, but still very innovative. Integral. Mm -hmm. But then you balance it out with an Amar Pelish Yeah, Yeah. And also then you have, you know, again, Portugal, them stripping back a lot of things as well. They did have the Portugal's never going to send firewalls. And I love that. No, I mean like what, the port, what the the arena in Portugal, they didn't have the big LEDs. How big, so this is 2018 again, the, Uh the contest that, I swear we're going to examine closely one of these days. How big an arena was that one? Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, that was a pretty large... tell me large, 700. I mean, the, the, <laughs> they're playing at the Fitzgerald. At least I mean, the, 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 the Altisa Arena, uh, I think, holds... I'm, I'm on their Wikipedia page right now. The largest in Portugal. It's a capacity of 20,000. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. So... But the stage itself was not... It was not, it was like, it like wasn't all right. LED kitted out and everything right. like that. It was a bit more stripped back. You know, when Oslo hosted it in 2010, which granted, we're now jumping back 23 years, mm-hmm. they also 13 were. 13 years. I'm old. I, sorry. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but we're yeah, not I, that we're, old. Yeah, sorry. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so back in 2019. Stop. It was 83 Stop. years ago. Um, but 
You know what I mean? Yeah, but they also stripped back the the LEDs at the time where the previous year it was Moscow giving everything that they had. God. That was a maximalist. You, know, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you think? And, and to, to be fair, it just thinking about what they did have in Malna in 2013, I mean, only teardrops had, uh, it, yeah. they, you know, they had the, the fire, or, no, mm-hmm. the fire curtain. Yeah, they had, yeah. They had, they had, they had pyro, that. They, they had, had the, LEDs. The, the fake snow, great work with color in, in the lighting. They had those guys playing drums. I wonder if they're still there. The marching band? The, the flutist, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and so it's it, it's not like this was a super low-tech contest in no. 2013. But I, I would be curious to see just how much it ends up evolving. Yeah. Or, or not. I'm, it doesn't have to. It, it was a good contest then. It could be a good contest again. I mean, there's a question, too, if we're looking at, like, trends. Like, what's, what's working and what are people going to try and mimic the, the winner this year was a big, expensive theatrical production mm. more than anything. Is that going to, are we going to like go further? Are, are, uh, how many artists are going to go further in that direction and like just splash out on big, expensive staging versus people who are going to really strip it down and be like, we're going to set something really simple to counteract that. There seems to be this back and forth over the years of like fun kind of songs versus like more not fun, well, dramatic <laughs> You know, you, you kind of go back and forth like arcade and toy and, you know, there, there seems to be a bit of back and forth on like, yeah. what are people in the mood for? Mm. Yep. I think Ukraine sort of threw a wrench into that just because of special circumstances. Right. But, you know, I, I'm expecting next year that something, the, the winner will most likely be something a little bit more subdued, a little bit more emotional, slower tempo, maybe yeah, very I, simple staging. I think we're due. Yeah. Uh, for for something like that, mm. for uh, for sure. You know what I think? Just imagine if there was like, like a big electronic version of the sun, <laughs> and it were let's say kinetic. What? And you could move it around. What? That'd be perfect. Oh, what a crazy just, idea! Just putting that and out there. And it was there. being guarded by a goalie. <laughs> Shoulders the width of a door frame. Ooh. Yeah, just imagining Dominic Hasek in front of the kinetic sun now. Oh man. Uh, ooh. Could have protected it. Oh. So there's the picture of blocking shots from. You remember all those balls that Crease had with Better Love, you know, a couple of years ago? Oh, yeah. <laughs> blocking a bunch of those coming up. All right. So, I mean, I'm planning on going next year. Yeah. What, really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, just, you know. <laughs> you? Put, this put, is, put this that, is a 12 points exclusive. Yeah, putting that out there. I mean, you never know. I can get struck by lightning. Whoever knows. I, let's not put that on the calendar. Yeah, I'll try to avoid that. I may not. But uh, in August, I'll be taking a train right through there. So I will report on what I see out the window. The, you know, honestly, the central station at Manwa is, is quite nice. Oh, of course. Yeah. Good. Yeah. If you, I, you probably don't have enough time to get out and walk around at all. But no, you know. not at all. Okay. Well. <laughs> Hope there's sun at eight in the morning. Oh, all right. Well, wave as you, as you pass by. It's quite lovely. Bye. Yep. Uh, I mean, chances are... I'm probably ended up flying into Copenhagen and taking the the train over the Odersund. That's my expectation that yeah. I will do as well. Yeah. Is there any reason you're flying into Copenhagen? Is I it mean, just easier to get to, right I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there is. Yeah, it's it's equidistant. It's a backstroke there, <laughs> basically. Yeah, <I> <laughs> uh, there is technically hmm. a an airport, an a Malmo airport, uh, but it is mostly low cost carriers, mm. uh, domestic Swedish carriers, things like that. Copenhagen is just easy. There's a direct... Well, the KLM flights right there, too. Oh, yeah. Which is Delta. 
Yeah. Because I, I haven't looked at flying in a mama at all or Copenhagen for that matter, but I know you can get to Copenhagen pretty easily. But mm-hmm. I was looking at Oslo just because I want to spend a couple days in Oslo. Mm. And then take the train through lovely Sweden. Like those YouTube videos. Ooh. On oh, the six hour one? Yeah. That they broadcast Derek, in Derek's going to do slow TV IRL. I think. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. And just oh. listen. Honestly, it does kind of sound great. It does. I love, I mean, my recommendation if you're in on the continent of Europe for any reason, take the train through the countryside. Wherever you are, it's gorgeous. Mm. And the trains are so much better there than here. It's yeah. it's not countryside, but the 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 Thales train from Amsterdam to Paris that I took in 2021 mm. uh, for junior, because uh, we went to Amsterdam for a couple of days first, uh, is the most comfortable transportation I have ever experienced <laughs> in my life. Well, they strapped it you is, into a Barca lounger? I, I think I was out within five minutes. <laughs> like, like I don't I, I remember very, very little of it because I slept like a baby. <laughs> Customers just walked by you, and they're you like, You pissed yourself and woke up every five minutes crying? That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> and it was amazing. You know, I'm I'm just gonna put this I'm I'm about to take the Shinkansen. I'm I'm honeymooning in Japan, y'all. I'm so oh, that's I, right. yeah, I'm so excited. Gotta get my J Rawl pass. <laughs> Anyway. It's worth it. Pays for itself. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah. So as as we get closer to Eurovision 2024, I'm sure we'll talk more about travel tips and things like that. But honestly, Malma, it's it's not the most exciting city. It is not a massive metropolis. I mean, I'm I'm not saying this to be shady or anything like that. It's spend not, a day in Copenhagen. It's yes. It's it's a it's a fine base to explore Copenhagen, to explore Southern Sweden, and just it's a good, competent, solid, experienced Eurovision host city. Yeah. It should be great. And there's, I mean, if we're, ta- if we're th- talking about like getting out of the city for a day or two, Copenhagen is like, what, 20 minutes, 40 minutes away? Yeah. Less than an hour. And it's very cheap because there's a lot of traffic that goes back and forth. Gothenburg, I think, is just a few hours away if you just want to yep. take the train up there and look around, mm-hmm. see what could have been. Um, I mean, Stockholm's maybe like a four or five hour train. Yeah, it's a little bit it's, further. It's a ways. It's a ways yeah. out. But. I imagine it's very scenic, but it's a long, it's a long run. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm still excited. Oh, yeah. I'm not. Oh, no, wait. <laughs> That's all right, man. All right. I can't wait to go to the grocery store and get all that junk food that we got when we were in Sweden. It was oh. all so good. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm going wait. to absolutely be up to my eyeballs in Algrins Bilar. I was waiting for you to say up to my eyeballs in plop. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Plop? Plop. Oh, we'll save it for next year. <laughs> Tell me more about plop. <laughs> and on that note, everybody, let's yeah, call it. You can call it there. I yeah. Think. Yeah. I think, yeah, we've, we've topped, we've topped out on plop there. Uh, all right. Yeah. Again, find us on all the plop. standard. Standard social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, threads, Instagram, yada, yada, yada. Um, feel free to support us on Patreon. We'd love to have you. If not, we love you anyway. <sighs> Until next time, everybody. I've been Samantha. I've been Derek. I've been Eric. And I've been Plop. <laughs> and America. Stop, Stop listening, listening now. now. Just narrowly beating out the fourth choice city. Orange Goldsvik. Hingeringadingaberg. I love Hingeringadingaberg. <laughs> they have it's the lovely. best. I don't know. I've always been partial to Florpidorpidu. <laughs> uh, haven't you been to Hjarnginskort? <laughs> Great place to stop by on the way to the food.